Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast. My name is Steve Moylan, and today I've got another artist from the 2015 Adelaide Fringe. And I'm joined on the line by Mick Nevin, who is bringing Bully to the 2015 Adelaide Fringe Festival. Uh, how are you doing today, Mick? I'm good, Stephen. How are you? All right, thank you. Um, now you're presenting your show at the Producers Garden on Greenfield Street in the city. Um, what can you tell me about the show you're bringing to Adelaide this year? Oh, the show is called Bully, and it's bloody sensational, Stephen. I hope so. <laughs> uh, look, it is a um, obviously it's a stand-up comedy show, and it's about uh, when I bullied my best friend in high school. Ah, which doesn't sound funny straight off the bat, but that's uh, part of the genius of myself, being able to uh, find the humour in the situation to tell a pretty significant and poignant story. And I guess revisiting that now is an interesting experience. Yeah, that's right. It was uh, 23, 24 years ago. And like I say, I got caught up in some peer group pressure and we bullied this guy who was my best friend. And the last time I saw him was at the end of high school and he was threatening to stab me down the shop. So, oh, wow. you know, he was obviously... He was obviously quite hurt by what had gone on, and it really affected me, actually. I must admit, I sort of felt bad about that for a long time. Still feel bad about it, and uh, that was kind of my moral compass for a while. Mm. Don't ever do anything like that again, bro. Be a better person. So Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a good and lesson to good. learn early. Yes, that's right. That's right. And, uh, yeah, part of the process, I uh, rang him up and apologised to him, and... Yeah, we've since moved on. We're friends again, so good outcome. Never too late to say sorry. Yeah, and what what a big man he is to be able to accept you back in his life again after you did bully him. Well, yeah, I was re- I was really uh, grateful that he did. We're actually living in sort of different parts of the country, but we, you know, had a Skype and had a few beers together on Skype and talked about the old days and caught up. You know, it's been good. Yeah. So, um, and then you have to you have to turn that, such an intense experience into stand up comedy. Um, how do you go about doing that? Well, that's a good question, Steve. That's a good question. It's just a matter of being able to find the funny in the situation. There's some some stories along the way. There's also like uh, when I was younger, I used to get bullied a bit myself. So I sort of found, you know, there's a little bit in there and, yeah, just in that whole process of um, deciding to get back in touch with this guy and ring him up and, and apologise to him. And how long have you been How long have you been performing stand-up? 11 years. And is it, have you touched on this subject before? No. I, I wrote a routine about it and that's also in the show, but the routine was just a very shallow touching on it, it we didn't actually go in depth. To be honest, it was quite a hard show, quite a difficult show to uh, write and perform because it's a very personal show. But mm. uh, I, I did it at the Melbourne Fringe last year to try it out and it, yeah, it went very well. I was a little bit uncertain about the content and whether it would work as a comedy, but it certainly yeah, it worked. And how, so obviously you had really good audience reactions to it? Yeah, that's right, that's right. And there's, there's even a bit of uh, audience catharsis in there where people who came and watched the show then uh, talked to me afterwards and, and told me stories about them getting bullied and them being bullies. Uh, one guy came up to me afterwards and he's just 
you know, it's just like, thank you so much for uh, putting that show on. I actually gave a guy a really hard time in high school and I'm going to get in touch with him and I'm going to apologise. You've, you've really inspired me. So who do you think, who do you think's actually touched or damaged the most out of bullying? Oh, definitely the person getting bullied. No doubt. Yeah. Um, and an interesting fact about my own story is that other guys in our peer group, uh, a couple of them that I spoke to, they didn't even remember doing it. You know, and as I spoke to the guy who was our victim, if you want, he, uh, you know, he, as he said, it was a very significant event for him and it, it also was for me, but then these other guys, they don't even remember it. It's weird. That's kind of scary. Yeah, yeah. I've also, like, it, it, it's a hard show in the sense that you don't want to, you've got to put the right messages out there, you know, and I've actually worked with um, some uh, some of the, the uh, bullying experts, I guess for want of a better term, mm. but, uh, at, at the Alana and Madeline Foundation. Who they're the they're the uh, group that want to sort of protect children and make sure that children grow up without violence, and they're big on bullying. So you know, I work with those guys to um, to make sure that I got the messages right, and they have certainly helped me out a lot. And we're actually uh, opening, uh, we're actually raising money at, during Adelaide. We've got, we'll be rattling tins there for the Alana Madeline Foundation during the show, so that should be good. Oh, excellent! That's that's fantastic, and uh, nice to yeah. be able to get something good out of it as well. For them. That's right. It's, you know, like I say, this is something I did where I, um, that I felt really bad about, and it's nice to get that opportunity to sort of help those guys out. And is it a show that you can look at adapting and performing in schools? Yes, yes. We're uh, talking to um, people in the, the, the Victorian Education Department, and hopefully there, there is something in there for kids. And even during comedy festival, you know, it would be great. You know, if, uh, And during the Fringe, it's a sh- definitely a show that parents can come along to and bring teenage kids to watch because there's definitely something in it. Yeah, but also a lot of laughs as well. Lots of laughter. Make sure we've got to make that point continually. We're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about the really talking about serious comedy. stuff, but you've got to have you've got to have the laughs in there as well because it is a comedy. That's right. That's right. No, there's definitely it's got the laughs in there, but that's sometimes it's a good way to put across a serious message. You know, if you can have a bit of a laugh there, you you, you get the message across mm. rather than preaching to people saying, "Don't do this, don't do that." Because mm. hey, here's my story. How do you relate? Like, because in a sense, some of the bullying that happens in schools and that is kind of people trying to have fun and trying to, you know, people find it funny sometimes that, like, bullies do to, to bully other people. And there are lots yeah. of other ways to actually enjoy yourself and actually have fun where you're more inclusive than something where you're really putting someone down and actually causing some serious damage. Yeah, that's right. And it's about awareness. Where it, like, And people are much more aware of it now. Mm. Uh, my daughter, uh, she's at high school. She's at primary school. She's six years old, and she said to me the other day that she felt her friends were excluding her. And I was like, well, I didn't even know what excluding was mm. when I was in grade, you know. But they, they get taught so much more, you know, and they, they have um, bullying-specific programs, and they have to swing into action when there's a bullying account and stuff like that. Whereas when I was in primary school, bullying was just how you toughen kids up. You know, if you told your parents you were getting bullied, they go, yeah, that's good. That'll make a man of you, you know. Yeah, that's totally the wrong attitude. <laughs> yeah, I think, we were so we were so dumb back then. Yeah, I think I think it's it mu- it must be very very slowly coming around that that schools are learning that they what they need to teach kids as well as 
maths and all of those important life, like important academic skills, they've got to teach them life skills as well. They've got to teach kind of how to communicate with other people and how to talk and how to not bully and how to really respect other people that are around them because they're the actual life lessons that are going to take you through life as well. Yeah, that's right. And from when I talk with the people at the Alana and Madeline Foundation, what, what I learned, one of the things I learned from them which really stood out was that when people don't crack down on a... When a, when a bully gets away with bullying in school, that's, that sets them up a lot. They just learn, oh, OK, well, this is how you get what you want and this is the way to um, deal with people, you know? You just push them around. And then they bully their way into positions of management and then all of a sudden someone's at work with this horrible workplace culture and it's affecting, you know, it goes from affecting people in school to affecting thousands of people throughout someone's working life, you know. Mm. And even even to all of those wonderful role models we have in Parliament. <laughs> that's, that's right. Because, like, there was some serious bullying in Parliament last like with Julia Gillard and all of that stuff that was yeah. going on but just it's just continuous it's like how, how are you supposed to raise kids now with adult role models like that yeah well this is the thing those adult role models grew up at the time when bullying was acceptable yeah and then now the the next you know the next generation and the generation after that and the ones after that they come through with bullying not being acceptable so if we you know in 30 or 40 years time we could have a very inclusive and uh a parliament that achieves things. You never know. And it all comes down to bullying. Yeah. It's crazy. That's right. Oh, well, I'm sure that there are going to be plenty and plenty of laughs. There's lots of stuff to laugh about um, and a message in there as well. So, Mick Nevin, I hope you have a fantastic season here in Adelaide. Um, you're here from the 6th to the 14th of March at the Producers' Garden, uh, Grenfell Street in the city. Uh, tickets on sale through Fringe Ticks and more details at adelaidefringe.com.au. Uh, Mick, thank you so much for your time today. Hey, it's my pleasure, Stephen. I look forward to uh, seeing you during the fringe. For more, visit linkadelaide.com.au. Check us out at facebook.com forward slash linkadelaide or tweet us at linkadelaide.